listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Well, hello there, and thank you for listening in to the Hymns Illustrated podcast. We've been on a pretty good roll with a consistent format and weekly episodes. I had originally only planned for monthly episodes. So for those who are new and are listening in, we start with remembering our hymn of the month. And our hymn for this month of December is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, an ancient Latin hymn translated into English by John Mason Neal. I typically focus on a single stanza each week and look at it from a devotional perspective. And then we move on to our Discover segment, and that is the segment where I share either a new or a little-known hymn story and hymn, uh, or at least one that we don't really sing much in churches anymore. There are some amazing texts out there in Forgotten Land, and some probably deserve to be there, but some don't, and I've taken it upon myself to personally resurrect them for you. And then I close with our Take It With You segment, and that segment is when I share some ways you can remember the hymns that we talked about in the episode in the days ahead, or how you can teach hymns to your family or any other ways that we can make our hymn appreciation practical. All right, so with all that in mind, let's get started. And by the way, this may be the final episode of 2021, that kind of sounds like a bigger deal than it is. There are only a couple of weeks left. Um, but I usually take a little extra time at the end of the year to reflect and to plan for the next year. So I am playing uh, the podcast recording uh, by ear. All right, let's remember our hymn of the month. Our hymn of the month for December is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Subscribers to the Hymn of the Month newsletter receive that hymn and its corresponding resource page in their inbox on the first of this month. If you're not a subscriber, I encourage you to subscribe by going to hymnsillustrated.com. And at the top of that page, you will see the link to do so. You just simply enter your email address and you will be redirected to a thank you page with the link to the most current Hymn of the Month. You don't need to check your inbox. You don't need to wait for a confirmation email. Uh, You will be able to access that right away. If you'll recall, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel takes us back to the 8th century when seven days before Christmas Eve, monks would begin singing the O Antiphons, one a day until Christmas Eve. An antiphon is simply um, a canticle or or a, a song that was usually sung after a psalm. Each antiphon begins with the article O and then an attribute or title of Jesus referenced in scripture. The last antiphon was the basis for Veni Veni Emmanuel, a 12th century Latin hymn, which John Mason Neal translated for us into English, and that's the hymn we know and sing today. Each stanza in our current version gives us a nod to each of the original antiphons. Those are in Latin. But here are the English words they correspond to. Jesus is our wisdom, our Lord, or Adonai, the root of Jesse, 
the key of David, our day spring, the king of nations, and Emmanuel, which means God with us. I'm keeping it simple and extremely scriptural today, and we'll just simply read the the scripture passages to just a few of these antiphons, i.e. names and attributes of Christ. First, we have Jesus as our Adonai, which means Lord God. Technically, it just means Lord, and it was used even for people in um, the Old Testament days. Um, So Adonai is a Hebrew word, and that is something that even David referred to to, referred Saul as. Now, um, in later years, Jewish people would presume, would would not pronounce Y-H-W-H or Jehovah or Yahweh as Yahweh. They would say Adonai instead because they felt Yahweh was too holy to pronounce. Colossians 1, 15 through 18 is, and I, and I will be mixing a few. Um, there are Old Testament passages, there are New Testament passages um, that all support these antiphons. And so I will be going back and forth. But for Adonai, about, about Jesus as our Lord, I'm going to read Colossians 1, 15 through 18. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. So that, of course, uh, lets us know. (laughs) Um, It teaches us that Jesus is our Adonai, our Lord. I love Romans 14, 8 through 9 as well. Uh, that, that passage says, for if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Now listen to this. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord, both of the dead and of the living. His Lordship is woven intricately with the entire plan of salvation and the gospel. Now let's look at Jesus as the root of Jesse. What we're about to read shows you um, it is a messianic prophecy, and it shows us that descendants would come from the line of Jesse. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. That is Isaiah 11.1. Isaiah 11.10 says, In that day the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the people, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. Jesus as our day spring. Isaiah 9, 1 and 2 says, But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness on them has light shone. And then Revelation twenty two sixteen says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, which we uh, just referred to earlier, uh, David being uh, Jesse's son. 
the bright morning star. And then finally, we have Jesus as Emmanuel, which means God with us. Isaiah 7, 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then in Matthew, that prophecy was fulfilled. Uh, Matthew one twenty three. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And now it's time to discover a new or little-known hymn. And in today's case, it's actually two. One is by Isaac Watts, and the other is by William Billings. For the past several years, these have been my all-time two favorite little-known Christmas carols. They are just beautiful, and I recently realized they have the same meter. So with a tiny tweak of words, I could merge them together and make one cohesive poem to read to you all. Uh, Since these are in public domain, I'm pretty sure I can do that legally. And also, William Billings himself was always revising text. So I feel like I'm in good company and that he wouldn't mind my revising his just a little bit. And I did that because Watts' hymn is addressing the shepherds and Billings' lines originally are talking to the animals near baby Jesus where he was laid in a manger. So I wanted um, to make it all be addressing the shepherds. Uh, Billings is known as the first American choral composer and is also known for popularizing the fuguing tune, which is very similar to singing a song in a round. Anyone who met William Billings in person never forgot William Billings in person. His contemporary wrote that Billings was, quote, a singular man of moderate size short of one leg, with one eye, without any address, and with an uncommon negligence of person. Still, he spake and sung and thought as a man above the common abilities. Another source notes that he was addicted to snuff. So here we go, a colorful character. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read my little concoction here based on uh, what they've written. Shepherds rejoice, lift up your eyes, and send your fears away. News from the region of the skies, salvation's born today. Jesus, the God whom angels fear, comes down to dwell with you. Today he makes his entrance here, but not as monarchs do. No gold, nor purple swaddling bands, nor royal shining things. A manger for his cradle stands, and holds the King of Kings. Exulting oxen low for joy, and tenants of the stall pay their obeisance on their knees. They unanimously fall. The royal guest they entertain is not of common birth, but second in the great I am, the God of heaven and earth. Go, shepherds, where the infant lies, and see his humble throne. With tears of joy in all your eyes, go, shepherds, kiss the sun. Can you see it all why those are my favorite Christmas hymns? And I really wish we still sing those today. All right. Now it is time to close with our Take It With You segment. I've created a little something for you to help you understand our hymn of the month in the light of scripture. If you subscribe to the newsletter, I will email it to you. And if you don't subscribe, I will include a link for downloading it in the show notes. It's simply a PDF with all seven of the attributes or names of Christ listed with corresponding Old Testament references, New Testament references, and reflection questions 
for each passage. Next week is Christmas week, and if you start on Sunday, you can focus on a single title or attribute each day, culminating on Christmas Day, and Emmanuel, God with us. God be with you until you listen again. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open. Thank you.